Welcome to Impact Church's podcast with Pastor Travis Hearn. Pastor Travis also serves as the team pastor for the NBA's Phoenix Suns and has served Major League Baseball as the team chaplain for over a decade. Today, he leads us with a powerful and hope-filled message. We're so glad you're tuning in, and we believe that wherever you're listening from, that God will impact your life through today's message. I want to start by reading in John chapter 1, because I I love this passage. It was written by John, who was the closest disciple to Jesus, and Matthew and Luke, they wrote about the virgin birth in their books. But John takes it further and he talks about the true origin of Jesus Christ. So I'm going to read in John chapter one, verse one. If you'll look at it with me, it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning through him. All things were made and without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light, somebody say the true light, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. I'm going to pray. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes with me? Father, we thank you for your word today. God, we thank you for Christmas. We thank you for the birth of our Savior. And God, we pray that you would speak to us today. God, speak to us in Jesus' name. We all say Amen. Look at somebody and tell them you didn't say amen. Tell somebody you didn't say amen. You definitely didn't say it loud enough. Let's try it one more time. In Jesus' name, we all say amen. Amen. Let's go. People. People spend their entire lives searching, looking for the true light, for enlightenment for purpose, for fulfillment, for joy and peace. It's almost like there's this lamp inside the dark soul of every human being. And we are trying to figure out how to turn it on. And we'll try everything, won't we? If we could just get that lamp to turn on then we would be complete. And we try stuff like education and knowledge and pump our brains full. We try to turn the lamp switch on with success or status. We try to turn that lamp on by running after money or power. We try by getting into a relationship with a certain man or a certain woman We try sex, we try drugs, we try alcohol, but none of it works because everything that we've tried, the lamp is still off. I'm still not complete. My soul is still dark and void because 
the only thing that turns the lamp on in your life is a right relationship with Jesus Christ. I said a right relationship. Say those two words, right relationship, because we can have a wrong relationship. A right relationship with Jesus Christ. Jesus is the switch that turns the lamp on. He is the switch that turns on happiness and peace and joy and comfort and fulfillment. And that is why we're here today to celebrate the true light of Jesus Christ. It gives light to everyone. In the book of John Verse in chapter eight, in verse 12, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of light. Four chapters later in John chapter 12, he says, I have come as a light to shine in a dark world so that all who put their trust in me will know longer wander in darkness. I want us to read that verse out loud together. Ready? Here we go. Jesus said, I have come as a light to shine in this dark world so that all who put their trust in me will no longer wander in darkness. Mm, Amen is right. I really like that. No longer wander. No longer wander in darkness. Some of you today are wandering around in the dark. Some of you today, you're you're wandering around in darkness. Do you you remember being a kid and, and you might ask your mama, Mama, can I go outside and play? And she'd say, as long as you come in before dark. Mom, can I go to the park? and play basketball, and my mama would say, as long as you're home before dark. And if I wasn't home before dark, mama would drive down to the park, and she would say, it's time to come home, it's getting dark. Do you remember that? How many remember that? How many's mama was like that too? Or maybe your daddy, I was raised by my mama. My mama would say, it's time to come home, it's getting dark. My message that I've titled today is come home, it's getting dark. Come on, look at somebody and tell them, come home, come home. Tell somebody, it's time to come home. It's getting dark out there. It's getting dark out there. Today, I want to outline four reasons for you that wandering around in the dark is going to destroy your life. And if you're taking notes, which I hope you are, number one is this. Wandering around in the dark will destroy your life because you cannot see clearly. You cannot see clearly. You cannot see life clearly. You're blind. You can't see where you're going. You can't see which way is which. 
You can't see which way is the right way or the wrong way. You can't see what's the truth or what's a lie. You can't see that wall that you're about to slam into. Come on, anybody with me on this? You cannot see that ditch that you're about to fall into. You cannot see that cliff that you're about to walk off of. It's dark. You're blind. It's not that you have limited vision in the dark. You have zero vision in the dark. You're guessing about life. I'm reminded of one of the most famous hymns that we've sang, written 250 years ago. You remember this one? It's called Amazing Grace. How many of you know that song? Raise your hand. Amazing Grace. I mean, even, even a non-believer knows Amazing Grace. Even the heathen knows Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace is such a great song. I, I love the words, I once was lost. Help me out. But now I'm found. I was blind. But now I see. If you continue walking around and wandering around in the dark, you will continue to stay blind. When you cannot see clearly, you cannot, you cannot tell what's real and what's a shadow. When you can't see clearly, listen, you live a life of illusion. Illusion. You make things up in your head that aren't there. Because you're wandering around in the, in the dark. You live in a constant state of fear. In a constant state of anxiety. When you can't see clearly, your mind starts to make stuff up. Like your mind's playing tricks on you. Your mind plays tricks on There's a monster under my bed. There's no monster under your bed. It's just that... It's dark and your mind's playing tricks on you. Oh, there's a boogeyman in my closet. (laughs) There's no boogeyman in your closet. Your mind's playing tricks on you. You never think these things during the day. Y'all are quiet. The first service was rowdy. You guys are terrible. This is the Easter service. Is this the Easter service? Is this the once, twice a year service? I got to know. How many have, I got to know. I got to know. How many have not been here since Easter? Come on, raise your hand. Be loud, be proud. I see you. I see you. It's okay. I, I see you. That's what I'm, at least they're real. That's real right there. You know what I'm saying? I used to be that Easter Christmas guy. When you're walking around in the dark, you live a life of illusion. I want us to look back at John chapter one, verse nine. Look at it with me. John chapter one, verse nine again. He says, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. The true light. Say that again. The true light. That is why our savior was born. We need a light. We need a light. We need a true light. And what this specific scripture indicates, it indicates two things. It indicates number one, that the world is a dark place. And number two, it indicates that the world is filled with artificial lights. He says the true light, 
Meaning that there are fake lights, phony lights, artificial lights. Like Kanye says, all of the lights. Cop lights, flashlights, spotlights, strobe lights, street lights. They're all artificial lights because the real light is the sunlight. The light of Jesus Christ. But when you're in the dark, you'll take any light. You're blind. When you're walking around in the dark, you cannot see. There's a crazy scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. It says the God of this world. The God of this world. That means the devil. The God, lowercase g, of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel and the glory of Christ, who's in the image of God. You're blinded. You're living a life of not only illusion, but of delusion and confusion. When you wander around in the dark, I'm delusional. <laughs> I'm, con- I'm, con- I'm delusional and I'm confused. I'm delusional. I'm not an alcoholic. Yeah, you are. <laughs> this drug addiction is not a problem. Yes, it is. Why can't I fall in love and be in love with the woman I married and also the mistress at the same time? <laughs> I know this is a great Christmas Eve service, isn't it? <laughs> You're delusional, man. You're in the dark. You don't even know how stupid you sound. <laughs> When you're in the dark, you're like, I'm not in the dark. (laughs) See, the devil tries to tell you that night is day and day is night. In fact, you remember this verse in Isaiah chapter five, verse 20. It says, they say what is right is wrong and what is wrong is right. That what is black is white and white is black. Bitter is sweet and sweet is bitter. Yo, where are we in 2023? We're in Isaiah 520. The devil is the God of this world and he is the God of confusion. And when you're in the dark, You get confused. You get turned around. You lose your sense of direction. You lose sight of your purpose. And the calling God is placed on your life. Because you're in the dark. Have you ever driven somewhere? Like you've driven this a hundred times in the daytime. But because you did it at night. And you're like, wait, where am I? Wait, wait. I'm kind of turned around. It's because you're in the dark. The devil, he is trying to confuse you. He is trying to confuse you. Second Corinthians chapter four and 14, it says, for God is not, God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. 
Listen, if you're confused about life, it's because you're in the dark. If you're confused about who you are, it's because you're in the dark. If you're confused about your identity, it's because you're in the dark. Because God is not the author of confusion. He's a God of order. And he's a God of peace. He's a God of order. And he's a God of peace. Living in the dark, it leads to living a life of illusion, delusion, and confusion. And when in the dark, when you're in the middle of the dark, you start thinking all these fake lights are real lights. Remember in 2 Corinthians 14, Scripture says that the devil, he disguises himself as an angel of what? Light. He puts a costume on. He disguises himself like an angel of light. And some of us will buy the lie. Oh, that's an angel. It's not an angel. It's the devil. It's not an angel. It's the devil. And see, a lot of people can't recognize a fake, a counterfeit. The devil disguises himself as an angel of light, but it's a fake. It's a counterfeit. And people lack discernment and they lack judgment. And some of y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like you end up in a relationship. You thought that was of God. You thought he was a man of God. <laughs> Until you got too far into it. And realized he's a fake. He's a counterfeit. You've been bamboozled. You thought she was a woman of God until you got too far (laughs) into it. You thought she was an angel. Turns out she's the devil. You thought he was a disciple. He's a demon from the pit of hell. Counterfeits look like the real deal. But they're fake. And the devil loves to send counterfeits because counterfeits are cheap and they will destroy your life. I've met a lot of counterfeit Christians throughout my life. You've got to be so careful and you need the light to see clearly. You know, God's truth tells us, it says, don't be un." equally yoked with unbelievers. I want to read this scripture to you in 2 Corinthians 6, 14. Do not be yoked together with what? Unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what do fellow, what, what fellowship can light have with darkness? When you are unequally yoked I have a promise for you. You will both end up equally broke. It doesn't, it looks like, do not. That's pretty powerful. I like when it's two words, not one. 
It just, mm. you can say, don't be equally. No, do not be on It doesn't say, I have a thought that you should consider. Maybe don't be unequally. It says, do not, do not. It, it's counterfeit. Listen, what fellowship does light have with darkness? Counterfeit. Listen, you know the easiest way to spot a counterfeit? Here's the easiest, if you cannot, if you're having a problem spotting a counterfeit, the easiest way to spot a fake, a counterfeit, is to be so incredibly familiar with the real deal. Because then when a fraud comes in, I just want to say this. You, you can clone my wife. And she could come home. And I'm going to know if that's really my wife or not. Within a few seconds. Within a few seconds. Because I know my wife. I was watching this reel the other day on Instagram. I got sucked in. And it was Elon Musk. And he was saying some buck wild stuff. And I just like, shh. And then I went to the comments and people were mad at Elon saying all these crazy things. But what was crazy to me is it wasn't even Elon. It was artificial intelligence. It was artificial intelligence. It was a fake. It was a counterfeit. It sounded a lot like Elon, but it wasn't Elon. And the devil tries to convince us that artificial intelligence is real, true intelligence, that fake lights are true lights. Listen, Impact Church, I'm trying to tell you today, Come home. It's getting dark out there. Come home. God's word says in Psalm 119, 105, it says, Your word, your word is a lamp unto my feet, a light on my path. Number two, if you're taking notes, write this one down. If you choose to stay in darkness, you will fall. I know that's a hard one to shout amen to. One brave brother in the back. If you stay in the dark, you are going to fall. It will bring you down. And when it does, it is going to hurt. It is not if. Listen, hear me. It is when. It is going to happen you are going to fall if you stay in the dark. Jesus said in John chapter 11, verse 10, he said, but if anyone knock, walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. Most of us, most of us, if not all of us have experienced this. I have anybody else experienced walking around in the dark and then you fall. I have and I got to say, it's not the best feeling. I'm walking around in the dark. I'm wandering around in the dark. I think I'm fine until 
I'm not. I think I'm fine until I fell. I thought it was good until I was trapped. I thought it was good until I couldn't get out and the darkness overtook me. I'm an Arizona native. Anybody else an Arizona native? Come on, let me hear you if you're an Arizona native. It's a lot of us. For those of you that aren't, I want you to know this is our state. We'll let you stay. But it's really our state. Welcome. I've traveled the world. I mean the world. And I, I will never move from Arizona. Arizona is God's country. I love this state. I love our city. I'm an Arizona native. When I was a teenager, I used to party. And I don't mean birthday party. Like I partied. When I was a teenager, man, I was drinking everything you could drink. Smoking. I mean, you know, if you could put it in your body, let's try it. We used to have these things in Arizona. And I don't know if they still do. This is so long ago. But they used to have desert parties. Anybody ever been to a desert party? Raise your hand. Anybody ever seen me at a desert party by chance? Just asking. (laughs) And in a desert party, for all of you that moved into our state, you pick a spot in the desert and party. (laughs) And it's amazing because when I used to pick a spot in the desert. We didn't have cell phones or Google maps. I mean, you're just like, you know, take this dirt road, turn right at the mesquite tree, turn left, go through the, you know, the, the, the wash and we'll see you there. Somehow we all managed to find it. And you would light a bonfire and just hang out, just drink, smoke. I will never forget <laughs> I mean, ever this one time where we're all hanging out, just having a good time. We ain't hurting nobody. And this car pulls up and then red and blue lights turn on. What do you think happened? Oh, dude, we were gone. We're like, and we just start trucking into the desert. It's dark. I ran into that desert as fast as my legs would take me, as fast as I could run. Then guess what happened? I ran full speed into a barbed wire fence. (laughs) It felt like that sound you just made. I mean, full speed. Boom. Ripped all my clothes open, ripped my skin, punctured my skin. I'm bleeding all over the place. Listen, listen, listen. What I'm trying to tell you is that some of you today, you are one step, one stride away from the barbed wire fence. Turn around and come out of the dark because when you slam into it, it is going to rip you into pieces. God wants me to tell you today to come home. It's getting dark out there. The third thing. <laughs> Merry Christmas. If you choose to stay in the dark, you will be isolated. 
I want everybody to hear me. It's not our fault. It's yours. When you stay in the dark, you isolate yourself. I want to read this scripture. It's actually a terrifying scripture to me. It it frightens me. This this passage frightens me. In the book of Ephesians chapter 4, starting in verse 17, it says, Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do, In the futility of their minds, they are, this is it right here. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity but that is not the way you learned Christ assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Jesus verse 22 to put off your old self which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through its deceitful desires and to be renewed In the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. The reason, Ronnie Jackson, this passage terrifies me is because it can happen to anybody. Nobody's exempt. It could happen to you. It could happen to me. And that's frightening. They were darkened in their understanding. Alienated. Check this out. Alienated. From the life of God. Due to their hard heart. It doesn't say alienated from God. And I love that. Because God's not going to give up on you. But it does say alienated from the life of God. Listen, when you're alienated from the life of God, the enemy wants you isolated. Not from people. He wants you isolated from the people of God. From the church of God. From the power of God, from the word of God, from the truth of God's word. And so he gets so excited when you become isolated and alienated. He wants you isolated so that he can have his way with you. He wants you isolated so that he can minimize the voice of truth and he can maximize the lies. I'll never forget this movie I watched way back in 2007. Some of y'all weren't born yet, but in 2007, there was this movie that came out called Earth. Oddly enough, it's about Earth. (laughs) And it's this documentary 
and I'm a preacher and have been for the last 30 years. So everything for me is a sermon illustration. I could create one right now about your polka dot shirt. It's beautiful, but I could literally create a sermon illustration. Like that's just the way my mind is always sermonating. I'm the sermonator. And I'm watching this movie. And we get taken to Africa. And there's a pack of elephants. And they're just chilling, man. Living their best life. But then there's a bunch of lions and they're hungry. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. But the elephants aren't even worried about it because they know if we just stick together, we will not be attacked. They're just walking. They're not running. They can't outrun a lion anyway. They don't need to outrun a lion. They just need to stay together. They just need to stay. Hey, homie, you with me? I'm with you. They take their time, man. I mean, they can even stop. Get a little attitude, a little stank eye at the lion, you know? They're just taking their time. They're singing. I'll be taking my time. Just moving along. They don't care. Don't forget about me. But the crazy thing is. The lions. Will outweigh them. And they're patient. So they just follow. They're waiting for their moment. And then it turns from daylight to darkness. And the thing about elephants is they don't have good night vision. And lions have amazing night vision. And the elephants, they get fatigued. Lions, they're not going to fatigue out. And then eventually... One of those little elephants. Because they can't see well. and Because they're getting tired. Starts to lag behind. And it was in that moment. That was a wrap. And you see these lions. Race in. Attack and devour. This elephant. Great movie. I recommend it for anybody that likes that kind of stuff. And when I was watching that, I was thinking, wow, the Bible says in 1 Peter 5, 8, that the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour. And some of you today, you need to hear me right now. You are isolated and alienated and you are that last elephant and I'm worried about you, man. I'm worried about you. Come back home. Come back into the family of God. Come back into the presence of God because if, if, if the devil can isolate you, he will annihilate you.
Number four. If you choose to stay in the dark, you will be exposed. That is a promise. You can choose to stay in the dark. That's your choice. You will be exposed. Because you can choose to stay in the dark, but God's going to shine his light anyway. In fact, we read at the beginning, John chapter 1 verse 5, that the light shines in the darkness and darkness has not overcome it. I don't know if you've ever been exposed, but I have not the best feeling. When I was a teenager, wandering around and stumbling in the darkness, at the end of my senior year, as I'm wandering around in the dark, I fell and I fell hard. I got a DUI. I got absolutely trashed with my 45-year-old basketball coach and teacher of the school. He was only my coach that one year. My previous coach had been there, I don't know, a decade or more. That's who I consider my coach. But before my senior year, because of personal reasons, that he was going through, he had resigned. We got this coach for one year. He was an absolute clown. We were on our way to a desert party. He was coming with me. And we had been drinking a lot and I was an hour away from my house and I had, I had to get home and I drove and about halfway home there's these red and blue lights again pulled me over arrested me put me in the back of a police car anybody ever been in the back of a police car raise your hand come on don't lie you fry you're in church you've been in the back of a police car raise your hand Look at there's my people. <laughs> and I got taken to jail and that same week the article hit the front page of the newspaper. I have a copy of it right here. Basketball coach loses job after player cited for DUI. That player was me. Front page. If you stay in the dark, your headliner's coming. If you stay in the dark, your newspaper article's coming. 
You will be exposed. You know why? Because God loves you way too much to leave you in the dark, man. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. That was the same night that I found Jesus and accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I'm here to tell you today that without that DUI, I would not be your pastor and Impact Church would not exist. When I look back at that article, it's not a newspaper article to me. To me, it's a receipt of God's grace and God's mercy and God's bright light that I was exposed. Ephesians 5.13, it says it like this. It says, but everything exposed by the light becomes visible. And everything that's illuminated becomes a light. If you choose to stay in the dark, you will be exposed. I know, I know, I know. Many of you are probably thinking like, dang, PT, this is a heavy message for Christmas Eve. I agree. It is. But you know what? That cross was a heavy burden to bear as he paid for the sins of the world. That cross was heavy as he marched and carried his own cross up the hill of Calvary. Therefore, the message of Christmas, it's heavy because it's about Jesus Christ. It's not about Santa Claus. It's not about shopping. It's not about trees. It's not about mistletoe. It's not about Christmas lights. It's about Jesus Christ, the light of the world. And I care for you enough to tell you the truth that God is calling you home and it's about to get dark and he's begging you and he's pleading with you to come home because it's getting dark. Come home. It's getting dark. Come on. Come on. Come on, buddy. Come on back home. It's getting dark out there. You can be seated. I'm not done, but I'm almost done. You know, one of the great lights of Jesus that he gives us is a warning light. God's warning light. Today's message is God's warning light. God loves you enough to warn you. He loves you enough. He cares for you enough to warn you. Warnings are not a bad thing. You know you're driving down the road in your car and a warning light comes and you're like, you stupid piece of... Back off. I'll do what I want to do. The warning light is an indicator that if you don't address this, bad things are going to happen. God's warning light to you is if you don't address this, bad things are going to happen. It's a warning light. It's a warning light. It's a light of love. It's a, it's a light of love. Turn away from your darkness and step into 
the light. Maybe today you feel like, man, I don't even know how to do that. I'm too far gone. I'm too in deep to this thing. I've gone too far down the road. You want to come home. You know, you need to step out of the darkness, but maybe today you don't even know how, how listen, I know that feeling and I know how. And the answer is that you can't do it on your own. You cannot do it on your own. You cannot find your way through the dark on your own. That's why you need the light, the true light of Jesus Christ. Psalm 27 verse one says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? I love that scripture. The Lord is my light and my salvation. You know what salvation means? It means to save. It means to rescue. The Lord is my rescuer. He is my light and my salvation. Some of you, you know what I'm talking about today because he got you out of a situation that you could not have got yourself out of on your own. He rescued you from that relationship. He rescued you from that addiction. He rescued you from that cancer. He rescued you from that stroke. He rescued you from the pit of hell. Let's be honest. He rescued you from your stupid self. My light and my salvation. He's the rescuer. You see, some of you, you need to be rescued today because you're in a dire and a dark situation. You know what's crazy? There's others of you that you need to be rescued as well. You just don't know it. You think you're good, you think it's fine. In your mind, you're living your best life, baby. Man, I don't need to be rescued. The most dangerous type of rescue mission is the person that doesn't even know they need rescued. I'll never forget a time when my oldest daughter, Kylie, she's 23 now, when she was in eighth grade, we were at Newport Beach swimming and playing and Kylie's like her daddy. We, the beach, the ocean, that's our happy place. People are like, well, you know, where you like to vacation? I, I said the beach, the ocean, which one? I don't care. I like all of them. They all have sand. They all have water. It's my happy place. It's where if I could go, if anybody has a private jet and you could take PT to the private beach or even a public one every Monday morning, after my long Sundays, you'd be my superhero. Just take me over there. Let me sit for a couple of hours. Bring me home. I'm in my happy place. I'll never forget. We were in this area by the pier. And the waves were huge. They were crashing hard. The beach, it sloped down. And I'll never forget because as Kylie's swimming, the Kylie's a fish. She's swimming out, she's diving through the waves. Like, I'm thinking she's getting further out than I'm comfortable with. And I'm standing about ankle deep in the water. 
And I, I warned her. Like, Kai, don't get too far out, baby girl. Kai, don't, don't get too far out, baby girl. She's just diving through the water, living her best life. She didn't think she was too far out. She did not think that the waves were a threat. But daddy knew better. Her father knew better. And love cares enough to give out warnings. Baby girl, be careful. And then there was this turning point. Where the fun turned into fright. And now her life was in danger. Where those massive waves, they sucked her out and they sucked her under. And she couldn't get back in on her own. And she starts to tumble and tumble. And I'm seeing a head, then feet, then head, then feet. Then I see nothing. And I went into panic mode. And I'm running out there as fast as I can. I dove into the water I can't see. It's dark. It's salty. I grasp out in desperation. And thankfully... I was able to grab the back of her swimsuit. And oh my God, don't let this thing break. God, don't let God let me. And somehow, some way, my face hit the bottom of the ocean floor, dragged sand across my face. Somehow, some way, praise God, we made it back to shore. <laughs> By the grace of God. I rescued my daughter. By the grace of God, I rescued my child that day. It was a miracle. And nobody could tell me otherwise. I saved her life. God rescued her. See, this is some of you today. You don't even know you need a rescuer. You're out there living your best life. But I came here to tell you this morning. You're getting further and further and further and further and further out. And you think it's fine and you think it's fun, but it's about to turn into fright. And your life, if you stay out there, it's in danger. I love you enough to give out a warning. God's warning to you is that if you don't come back closer to your father, you are going to get sucked out and you are going to get pulled under because the waves of sin are far more powerful than you are. Hear me. Sin, don't get me wrong, it's fun, isn't it? Nobody ever said sin's not fun to our flesh. In fact, Hebrews, the Bible, says sin is pleasurable for a season. And sin is sweet at the beginning. And then it turns bitter at the end. And this is what sin does. It will pull you subtly. Deeper and deeper and deeper until it sucks you under and it tries to drown you.
come back. Come home. Come back to the Father. Come back to the Father. Would you bow your heads with me? And let's pray. Colossians chapter 1 verse 13. It says. For the Father. Has rescued us. From the dominion of darkness. And brought us into the kingdom of the son. He loves. Come home. It's getting dark. Come home. It's getting dark. I want to talk to everybody in here today. That's wandering in the dark. You know who you are. God knows who you are. God sent me to tell you, come home. It's getting dark. You've been wandering in the darkness and you say, PT, you're speaking to me. I'm the one you're talking to. I feel like we're in a room by ourselves. This message is for me. I've been wandering around in the dark. I am confused, delusional. I I don't know which way is up and which way is down. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. If you're here today and I'm speaking to you and you say, PT, I'm ready to step out of the darkness and into the light. I'm ready. I'm tired of wandering. I'm exhausted from wandering. I'm tired of chasing all the fake lights, phony lights, artificial lights. I'm tired and I'm ready to step out of the darkness and into the light. If that's you today, when I count to three, I want you to raise your hand. One, two, three. Come on, raise your hand. Put that hands up. There's hands everywhere. I'm ready to step out of the darkness and into the light. I'm ready to step out online. Raise your hand no matter where you are. Raise that hand right in your living room. Raise that hand wherever you're watching from. I'm ready to step out of the darkness and into the light. Will you keep them up for just a minute? Come on, keep them up. I'm ready to step out of the darkness and into the light. I want you to know that I'm so proud of you. So proud. So proud. I've been right there. The Bible says in Romans 10, 9, it says, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, then you will be saved. You've already indicated, I believe I'm raising my hand. The second part is to confess with your mouth, your mouth, not the pastor's mouth, your mouth, Jesus, you are Lord, Jesus, you are Lord. 
If you raise your hand, I want you to confess with your mouth. Jesus, you are Lord. You are Lord. You are my master. You are my savior. You are the true light. God, I'm stepping out of the darkness today and into the light. God, forgive me of my sins. God, thank you for the cross. Thank you for paying the ultimate price. Thank you for bearing the weight and the burden of the sins of the world. God, my name was included on that cross. God, we love you. We celebrate you this Christmas. And to you, Jesus, we say Merry Christmas. In Jesus' name. Impact Church family, we all say. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us today. If you said that prayer and accepted Jesus into your heart, it's the best decision you could ever make. We want to celebrate with you and get you more connected. Visit impactchurch.com for more information about our church and how you can get plugged in here with us. Be sure to subscribe and share today's message with your friends. Thanks for tuning in, and we can't wait to hear how God has made an impact in your life.